We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience presented by DraftKings Super Bowl 56 pick against the spread props preview a cussed corner mini and all things NFL to get you ready for the big game. I can say Super Bowl on here. I don't need to call it the big game because DraftKings is an official partner of Super Bowl 56 according to ad reads that they send me. Either way, smash the like button for the episode, sub to Mayo Media Network. If you hit up the newsletter this week, not only will there be golf bets, there'll be a bunch of Super Bowl props in there and the logic behind them if you want to go check that out. It's free to join down in the description and in the comment section. Please give me the score of the game. That's all we really care about this week. Who's going to win with a score? Who's going to lose with a score? And then we'll be on our way. Remember to rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, five stars. Do that same rating on Spotify. You can't leave a review, but you can do the rating that takes less than five seconds. So help us out because, Jeff Feinberg, this is the season finale of the Spread Pick Show. Oh, that's sad. It's been a grind. It's been like 24 straight weeks. I like no, football do- season's been exhausting. It's yeah. been exhausting. I-, I like doing the show. Don't get me wrong. So I-, I guess I should run it by everyone. I guess that Paul's out there. The coin is right here. And on the line right now is Tim Undergust. Tim Undergust. Not my name. Maybe we reconvene in two weeks time to maybe recap our win totals, that kind of thing. Like a kind of a, you know, the denouement of the season, uh, as we could do. And, you know, there's one week left in the Custy Awards by that time, because voting closes on February 28th. That means well, you, Jeff. you can still go vote down in the description. The link is right down there. And next week on the show, we have a panel discussing each of the Custy Award categories this year. A special panel. They, they got flown into Zoom. We did the show. That'll come out next Wednesday or Thursday, I believe. So be on the lookout for that. It's a fun one. Kenny Kim is hot fire in that episode uh, if you need to know so tune into that but let's talk about the game we're here we got some props for you a little bit later on but tim andercast who is going to win this game so my initial lean hasn't changed uh the more i thought about it all week the more i rather like the the rams quite a bit i think the rams just are able to exploit the significant weaknesses the bengals have on the back end uh, outside of Bates, that is a secondary that has a lot of trouble. 
I expect the Rams would take advantage of it. I think that Stafford plays really well. And I just think the stage is just a little too big for the Cincinnati team. As good as they've been, as, as overachieving as they have been, and I think I've been picking against them every week in the playoffs, and I've been wrong, obviously, every single week in the playoffs. Uh, we get to the Super Bowl here, and I just feel like this is going to be an old-school Super Bowl in the fact that the NFC is going to dominate, and it's going to be rather lop- lopsided. Uh, I really like the, the Rams here uh, to take care of business at home. So the spread in the game right now at DraftKings Sportsbook is minus four and a half Rams, 48 and a half is the over under. So what would you say your final score was for this game, Tim? The Rams 30, the Bengals 14. Oh, so you have a blowout here. Okay. Well, 16 points. I don't know if I'd call that a blowout, but I think it's a significant win for the NFC. Yeah. I, mean, I don't think it's going to be a particularly close game. They they more than double their score in your projection. So I'd say that's probably a blowout. It's not like the score was six to three. 30 to 14 is pretty right. significant. You're right. Jeff, I am not going to bet on this game in terms of win and lose. I just, I don't know. And frankly, I don't really care to tell you the truth, which is a weird thing to say about the Super Bowl. I just, I don't really, the only rooting interest I have in this game is that I like Joe Burrow. I hope Cincinnati wins. So I'm going to pick Cincinnati 24, the LA Rams 20. The one lean I have in this game is that I really like the under. So, so far with both of our picks and both of our scores, Tim, we both have the under of 48 and a half coming in. feel like unders are the play in the Super Bowl. Everyone wants to bet the over because it is no fun to bet the under, but I don't know how this is going to go. Like that's just sort of me throwing out a score. I hope Cincinnati wins. Maybe you want to sprinkle on the Cincinnati money line, maybe, but is the under Jeff that I like the best in this game? Yeah, I wouldn't. Um, that wouldn't bother me at all. I, at the moment, I lean with Tim and a Rams victory. I don't feel the blowout. Um, I'm less confident in that than I am than I was a week ago. And I think the line might reflect that because I thought we saw it sort of flirt up and some, you know, thinking it could maybe get to five, but it never got there. And if anything, it feels like it's going to come to four. I am just uh, buying into the fact, listen, the Bengals are a team. I was, um, I was on them in the AFC championship game, but I'm just buying into the totality of a lot of things. Um, you have to pick a lane. I'm picking a lane. The lane that I am picking is I see this game playing out closer to Bengals Titans. If this game, I want to say was like week 12 and I had 15 games to pick from, don't know that I'd bet it certainly wouldn't be a super lock, but it is the super bowl. And I don't have Mayo's discipline and I'm not like the biggest, uh, prop throb out there. So I do like betting the game hard. And historically, I've had great luck at the Waste Management Open in Phoenix. And I just blow all my money on a losing side uh, in the Super Bowl. But the lane I am picking for the how I feel the game plays out is sort of like um, the Titans-Bengals game minus insane interceptions. So I do think in some ways the Rams can overwhelm them on defense. And I am picking the Rams to win this football game. And for their sake, they better win this football game because I don't know how you could like, this is your home stadium. And yeah, that's like easy to say. So what? They lose the game. I'm at, like anytime a team plays in the Super Bowl, loses the Super Bowl, neutral site, 
and has to go back to that stadium, whether it be the next year, four years later to play that host team, it's forever in your mind. It would be like looking at your wife that cheated on you and taking her back every time what? Aaron Donald or Sean McVay pulled into SoFi. Like, I, that's so there. Yeah. So it is a forever game for this Rams team. No one's losing their job. And there's a lot of more vibe of the Bengals on a free roll, which I could agree with. Um, and the pressure is clearly on the Rams bigly. But it is a forever Super, Super Bowl is a forever game. Yeah, I get it. But I just mean like it, it, it like psyche wise, the Rams cannot watch confetti drop on their field, the field that they got to drive home to for the rest of their lives. It would be a it would just mentally be a mind fuck forever. Maybe they're not all mental midgets like you are. And this is why Jeff really hates Miami, because, uh, of course, that's where the Chargers got obliterated was at uh, Pro Player Stadium. I'm wearing that jacket right now. And no, that place, I mean, it's so renovated. I didn't even. And back when things made sense, as you tweeted today, when there were real Super Bowl logos. Back when, yeah, back when things back made when sense good. in the world. It is right. And you used to get like crazy, stupid, ugly garb like this. But you and matched it was up awesome. the Super Bowl logo. You know, sunshine, Miami, it represented Miami, and you put a little flair into it before all the fancy stuff they get to wear. Pete, I still picture Seau popping out of this jacket. Um, no, my hate for the Dolphins was born before that. It was born. I know. I know. I'm just teasing. Before that. Um, but it's true. That's forever a place. Um, and the Chargers only have to go there once every four years. And now it's had six new names and looks like an entirely different person. Uh, you know what's over there. great about this Super Bowl and every West Coast Super Bowl is that some of the game gets played in the day, and that's awesome. It's it's so nice to watch the Super Bowl being played in sunshine rather than at night for the most part. So it's really cool when they go at West for this. And this is a no win. Like, you know, the Rams, I prefer the Bengals to win. I'd prefer the Bengals to win and the like, I don't, the Rams. So would I, then the Jets would have. I'm just a tenant, but I don't want to see a banner up and like, I'd like to put the first banner up in that place. So I prefer the Bengals win and I got no ill will, got no ill will. People trying to make this thing about like, I shouldn't like Herbert or, or I shouldn't like Burrow. No, 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 no. Burrow's like a golden child, MVP. I mean, national champion, Heisman, this all makes sense. The only negative words that I ever, ever would have come out of my mouth about Joe Burrow would have been in me saying, I think there's value in Herbert to win rookie of the year. Never even thinking Burrow would get hurt, but we could get to the awards and it could be close to a pick em, So take this really big number. Those would have been the only negatives out of my mouth ever about Joe Burrow. I hated Eli Manning because he was number one and he played with like he fucked us. And that's a real thing. And he got two Super Bowls and I got nothing. Don't think he would have won them with the Chargers. But the animosity I had towards Eli like doesn't exist. Like Joe Burrow was never a Charger. Joe Burrow was super cool. And as a Charger fan, I like seeing like the lion, if the lions could ever do great, I'd feel the same for them. Like this is the Bengals. I want them 
like they're a kindred spirit. We're like league losers. So I got no ill will towards the Bengals. Would love to see Joe Burrow if he does happen to win uh, this game. Was thrilled they beat the Chiefs because I'm happy we don't have to see them this week. I was I was shocked after last week's show when you were talking about how soft Kansas City Chiefs fans were on Twitter coming at you like you know, you've had a ton of success. Why don't you like live with the success just a little bit before getting your backs up against the wall? It's that a lot of Chiefs fans agreed with you. I was stunned by that. Yeah, I guess there are some. Yeah, I don't know. They got really they, they saw what I saw. They saw sort of what part of their fan base had um had become. And like you have to realize, like, I'm a loser, lonely Charger fan. Like, I'm enjoying a division rival not going to a third Super Bowl in three years and seeing a new blood get there. Like, allow me to have this one minute of schadenfreude while I go, then I go back to being a Charger fan. Um, but, yeah, that was nice to see. And, like, most of them were, were, were pretty normal, like Hustler and a couple of the other ones but a lot of them didn't like any any talking down and i just want to say to them i just want to say to them uh you haven't even had triplet uh twins let alone triplets and apparently now uh the child support is due (laughs) like the bills are gonna add up now things are going on the books in kansas city that weren't on the books before in kansas city so they're gonna have to start paying and things could be a little different, but Mahomes still the best, and I don't deny that. Vote for Jeff. Why? It seemed like the last six or seven minutes was basically an in-kind contribution to the vote for Jeff campaign. Between the comparison to cheating on one's spouse and the bills coming due for child support analogies, just seemed like they, that was all just a bunch of crazy talk. Vote for Jeff. I mean, I followed along with that perfectly. I thought that was a pretty good analogy. Vote for I want to say you want to get your I'm in this zone right now. Do not cut this. Do not cut this. But I'm in this zone right now where a couple of my wife's closest friends are in like some rocky patches and likely facing like, you know, potential separation. And it just makes me like seem so much better. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it, but anytime <laughs> Like, hang out with friends who are in horrible marriages. It comes back like tenfold positive for you. Trust me. That's my Valentine's Day guy um, tip. That's your your tip. How is that a tip? Make make friends with people who you know are going to get divorced. It's easy. Not even that you know, but like, and he hears whatever. Some guys are real pieces of shit, but it just makes like a normal like me, despite the insane claims, or maybe even an insane guy like me seem way more normal and and good um, when they're hanging out with people in like bad situations. I don't want to give you. Jeff guy is great. He spends all day watching the Olympics, waiting for a kidnapping to take place or an international incident. That's what I've watched. Like. No Olympics. Yeah, you and the, turned you, off by you, it, you like and the you and the you and the rest of the world haven't watched the Olympics. Yeah, yeah how about that? I, I did. Like, aren't they on in the middle of the night? Like that has to had I mean there's there's a bunch of different factors at play with the Olympics. Why no one is watching? They were in Pyeongchang too in but, the middle of the night four years ago. Made no difference. People still watched. Did they? Yeah, they're like forty three. The NBC's ratings are down forty three percent. I wonder how much of that is because you can stream it live on Peacock now as well. I wonder if they're factoring that in. 
I don't know. I couldn't tell you. Although no, I there's I, a lot of like just sentiments around people have completely just shut out these games from their psyche. I feel I can I, understand it. I feel like there was no advertising for it. I they had started. I did a show the day after. I had I didn't even know they had started yet. <laughs> it's true. It's, I was so off put. Like Olympics, NBC is doing collab Olympic commercials with Jurassic Park the movie. Ooh. I mean, how low rung have they become? Well, they probably got a pretty penny for that Jurassic Park tie-in. I have no doubts, and I guess they got to chase everything um, they can as this, you know, whatever it is is going on. You know, the NBA Finals has been attached to a movie forever. Has it? I still remember, like, 47 Hancock commercials in one quarter. <laughs> I liked Hancock. Um, none- nonetheless, I don't know. For the Olympics, like, that just seemed really weird. Really feel, weird. I feel like the Winter Olympics should always be brought to you by Miracle, the movie. Go rent it right now. That'd be fine. Love that movie. A- NBC should just go buy that the rights to or that. Cool Runnings. It. Cool Runnings is a better Winter Olympic movie than Miracle. Are you sure about that? Yes, I am sure about that. When was the last it's got time John you, Candy. When was the last time you saw Cool Runnings? It's been a long time, yeah, but it's, it's got it, John Candy. Yeah, it's not good. It, it's one of those movies. Neither that's is re- Miracle. Miracle's Kurt fine. Russell, Miracle Kurt, is fine. Kurt Russell's fake Minnesota accent is not all that. As someone who does impressions, I will say that his impression of a Minnesotan is not very convincing. Can we hear your impression of someone from Minnesota? Oh, yeah, sure. I can do Minnesota accents. That's it's not Fargo. a problem. That, that is the same accent that you do for a friend from Iran. You know that, right? <laughs> no, it isn't. It is. Artie, if you're no. watching, that's his voice for you. You, you know it. I'm doing an impersonation of your impersonation. What? Anyway, I think that the Herb Brooks impersonation or uh, portrayal by Kirk Russell is anything but convincing. Wow! Didn't realize you were so down on Miracle. Miracle for I am down on Miracle. It's pretty good. Eh. Great! I like it. I like it a lot. Eh. All right. Well, I like good movies. That's where we differ, I guess. Is it like Cool Runnings. That's a good movie. It's, it's, got it's, it's not a good movie. <laughs> okay, well, that's what you think. No, I think no, I, it is objectively not a good movie. Oh, you, objectively. You, 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 just, like, you just like claim you haven't different. seen it in 30 fucking years. I'd be curious which one had a higher cinema score. Did he even have cinema I score in the early cool 90s? I could see that Cool Runnings... I don't know. I could see Cool Runnings not re-watching very well, but like Tim, I saw it 30 years ago, and I'm just going to hold on. Well, to look, that if, if you rewatch Cool Runnings and it's not very good, then it's just like Miracle then. Jeez. <laughs> that they're both not very good then. Didn't okay, realize, fine. Didn't, didn't, realize, didn't realize you had this stream of anti-Americanism in you. I just don't think it's well done. Sorry. I mean, it's incredibly well done. It probably has the best hockey scenes of any movie ever. Okay. I guess I have to. Sorry, I guess I have to pretend. Okay, now no. So no, no, tell, tell, so no. You you just said won the you just no one said that. Shut the, shut the fuck up and listen to me. What movie has better hockey scenes? I don't know. I would give say me Slapshot. one. Really, you think the scenes in Slapshot, the hockey scenes, are better than the hockey scenes in Miracle? Better. You know what? Mighty Ducks one and two better oh hockey god. scenes. Oh my god. Tim's just mad the Americans won, I think. Do you want free money? Of course you do. Go to prizepicks.com right now. Use code MMNNFL and make one entry of $5 or more on the Super Bowl 
and prize picks is going to give you $100 if Joe Burrow throws for more than one yard. That, friends, is free money. New users only. Code MMNNFL at prizepicks.com. You know what? You know what? We've waited long enough. Let's get into it. It's time for a Cuss Corner Mini. Cuss Corner, it's Cuss Corner. Cuss Corner, it's Cuss Corner. He's got the hottest takes with the highest stakes. He should be president of the United States, but it's Cuss Corner, it's Cuss Corner. Cuss Corner, <laughs> Tim, what happened to you this weekend? It wasn't this weekend. It was Thursday, Friday. Anyway, I go to the grocery store to pick up some some groceries because it's going to be a storm. And as I'm walking through the bakery section, I hear an older gentleman, probably in his 70s, talking very loudly to the fellow in the bakery section behind the counter saying, that's an excellent deal you guys have on pies right now. And so I think, hmm, okay, I like pie. So I walk over to the table where the pies are. I look around. And I see there's a mincemeat one. I've had a mincemeat in, in a while. So I, I'm going with this one. So I pick it up. I put it in my cart and I'm starting to walk towards some of the other baked goods. And I hear a voice booming saying, what happened to my mincemeat pie? And I sort of turned around and looked. And the guy said, you took my mincemeat pie. I said, it was just there on the table. Like he said, you took my pie. I said, well, your pie would be in your basket and uh so he didn't like that and i could see that there was a confrontation brewing so i ran not even run i moved briskly where i was and i hid in the aisles (laughs) like in various aisles waiting for the old man to leave the grocery store or whatever uh because i just didn't want to deal with the confrontation and eventually i just got so stressed about it. it's like you know i don't even want this pie anymore and so I walked back over to the table. I put the pie back where I got it. And then I briskly paid for my items that I purchased and I left. I can't believe you didn't buy the pie after hiding in a grocery store with hold- someone who was almost 80 years old. First off, I was, I'm the victim here. You're not the victim. You're, you're the bad I'm, guy in this situation. You totally stole, in you stole right. an old you're, man's you're pie. Asshole. That Honestly, pie you're was not things. his. You're a you're you're a jerk and a pussy all in one. You're How am a, I a jerk? Whose pie was it, Jeff? It was on the table still for anyone to purchase. Someone's allowed to just call stealing an old man's pie, and then you're a pussy for not even going home with it. The fact that neither you or the old man went home with this pie is is a travesty. Like, and you ran to hide in aisles. Well, I could see that he was going to be confrontational. He was, at, he was. I didn't want to be yelled at. Were you scared that he was going to beat you up? I thought you were lifting. No, I just didn't. I, I decided to flee from the circumstance. Look, it wasn't his pie. It but was you, my pie. But you didn't even want the pie as you didn't even take it. You couldn't have given the old man a pie? It was my pie. Well, it's not your pie. You I, put it back. Well, I did. And eventually I put it back. But look, you know, like. It was there for anybody to take. A person doesn't get to see something at a table and call dibs from a mile away. Now, how far away then, was he? Because this has now been in dis- this has been in I dispute. You, I, was, I would say he was approximately between ten and twenty feet away. Okay, from the, and, from the- and and when we interrogated you on this when it happened, that shrunk down to like four feet pretty quickly. Well, maybe I, I'm bad at judging those distances. Maybe <laughs> he was closer than that. But the, you know what? It wouldn't matter if he was standing adjacent to the table. It was on 
the table. Anything at a grocery store on the shelf or on the table is fair game for anybody. You heard him. You heard him asking the baker about the pie, but not that specific pie. There were a, there's a ton of pies on that table. Just there only was one mincemeat one, but he never said anything about those types of pies. I just saw it and decided I wanted the mincemeat pie. And so it was, it was fair game. I did nothing wrong. I put it in my basket. And then he has the gall to say, <laughs> you took my pie. It's like, well, if it was your pie. Then you would have it in your basket. I was, I was of, of a mind to say, well, let me show you where the mincemeat pie filling is. If you want to make one for yourself. I didn't say that, but I felt like, it. like that is totally out of line to say that to me like that. How dare a person say that to an, I would never dream of doing that to accuse someone else of taking quote unquote their pie when it was out on the table. It's fair for anybody that once I put it in my hands, possession is nine tenths of the law. It's mine. Once I pick it up, your conviction of it being yours, you're steadfast in it. So why literally run to hide in the, in well, just he, he raised his voice. And he said, well, that's you, my pie. And you I was already like, you know, said, but, but he was talking loud enough about the, the pie sale that you could hear. Maybe he was just a loud talker. Maybe he was a loud talker. I wasn't sticking around to, in- to interrogate. Well, I was getting what, out of there. what were you so scared of? I don't know. But the flight or fight instinct kicked in and I decided to flee. So when you like, you didn't just run away, you ran away and like spied on him. Well, I just like hung out in the aisles and like, and, like you'd peek out the corner yes. of the aisle to see, see his status to see if anyone was going through the cashier lines to know if he was gone. And then eventually after a few minutes, I was like, this is foolish. I'm not going to be hiding out here. So I then decided, you know what? After all this, I no longer have an appetite for pie. I don't want it anymore. And so I walked back to the bakery section and I put that pie right back where I got it and, uh, and then, and then purchased my items and left. I would be willing. I would be willing to be on your side with this. If you had bought the pie. Because then, really, you wanted it. It's clear that he wanted it, but you didn't yeah. want it. You just took exactly. it. Exactly. Well, I did want it you, until no, you, like you didn't. You didn't want it. You obviously did not. It was one of those things where I only bought it because I heard it being talked about. Picked it up because I heard it being talked about and was intrigued by it. But <laughs> like the whole idea of eating the pie had soured in my mind based on the confrontation, and so I put it back. Like, like I, I felt like that was the thing to do because I, I had. And the thing is, I mentioned to our, I don't even like store crust. So I wouldn't have eat. I wouldn't even eat the crust. I would literally rip the crust off, throw it in the trash and just eat Ugh. the filling out with a spoon. Then why didn't you just Weirdo. buy the filling? Well, cause they don't have the right fillings anymore. Like Sobeys uses the particular filling that I like usually. How so, often anyway. are you, how often are you eating mincemeat pie? Not often enough, in my opinion. Well, you could have been, you, you could have been eating it like right now if you wanted to, but you brought it back. I could have been. So I put, but I put it back because the whole idea of eating the pie just felt wrong. Now I was like, yeah, I just don't don't want it anymore. I you, just, I just, you it's could, an inter- I mean, I'm interested by it. I think you, in some way, are the one who craved the controversy that you ran from. No, I, I didn't. You heard him talking about the pie. You went. You took the pie. And but then there were you several go running pies. around the I know store hiding, peeking on, uh, like, peeking on him. There were do- a dozen pies on that table. How could I know the pie he wanted was the one I took? How could I have known that? Now, you couldn't have spun it the other way. You seem like someone who would respect their elders. You couldn't have just given them the pie? If he had said to me, my goodness, could do you mind if I have that pie? I'd been looking who the, at who it. Who the fuck talks like that? No one talks like that. <laughs> if, But instead, it was an accusatory, I felt, 
like accusational tone. I was like, and oh, I got my did, 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 I'm sorry, main character Tim. Did you perceive something in only a way that you could perceive it? Well, I'm the perceiver. I'm the one perceiving it. So yes, I perceived it in that sense. Have you twisted it to fit this narrative now that it really wasn't his pie when it actually was? It was not his pie. If it was his pie, he would have had it already in his basket. His pie. He went his out. pie. I mean, he was the one oh, who yeah, well, he, knew about the pie sale. You didn't. I, I, you learned about it so from him. What? And then you what, right. what, did you like run over to get the pie? I moved over right away. I was close enough. I moved right brisk, away. As pie. brisk as you ran away from him? No, I moved with I moved with all celerity away from him. You can be sure of that. Uh, <laughs> what, what, again, what, why why are you so scared of a seventy year old man? Was he big? What aisle did you stake out in? I went down the cat food dog food aisle initially, uh, like that little cordoned off section, and then I moved to I can't remember which other aisle I went to. It wasn't a freezer aisle, but then another aisle where I sort of like peered around the corners to see if he was going through the yeah. Uh, you stuck him. You what do they call that? A stakeout. Well, not quite. This wasn't the sting. Like, it wasn't a stakeout. But, like, I was just... And then I decided, this is crazy. I didn't do anything wrong. I'm in the right here. Uh, I'm just a normal customer who didn't do anything wrong. And I've been soured on the whole pie-eating experience. I, I don't What did the baker think? I don't know. He didn't say anything. Maybe he would have said, I got, I got a half dozen fresh minces coming out. Well, maybe he should have asked his best friend, the baker he was chatting about, to get him another mincemeat pie instead of going and hectoring a poor uh, customer who did nothing but take an item off a table that anybody could have taken. If you were so in the right, why did you feel the need to run away and hide? Because I just felt like I didn't want to be in the middle of a confrontation in the grocery store. I just didn't want that. But you were the one who was giving, giving him, him the, the lift. You were giving him the back talk. Oh, I should just, just give him his way. You no. don't want to be in the confrontation. You ran away. You could have just given him the pie. The thing is, to Pat's point, like to me, the big story initially was that you ran away. But then when I found out you didn't even go home with the pie, I was so like, no, no, no. That's the headline here to me. Like no one goes home with the pie. Well, if somebody would have bought it eventually. Maybe if the old man was still in the grocery store, he bought it. I don't know. Were you worried that he you know was going to, were you worried that he was going to be waiting outside for you in the parking lot? <laughs> well, if he was, I could tell him, look, I don't even have the pie old man. Like, go in and get it yourself. You really hate this old man. No, I got nothing against him. I just didn't understand why he had to make an accusatory, use an accusatory tone towards me when he asked about a pie that wasn't his. Oh, I walked into the grocery store to get a can of chicken noodle soup. So all the cans there are prospectively mine. And don't you dare touch them until I get my soup. Is that, is that the way things work now? People are allowed to just to declare dibs in their mind that it's theirs? No. That is nowhere near what happened. Yeah, that's not what happened. <laughs> I'm not there's... so sure there is a difference. Uh, well, so sure well the, the rest of the world does feel like there's a huge difference here. It honestly sounds like... Soup. It sounds like I mean, you went to the store to yell at an old man. That's what this sounds like. I went to the store to pick up things. I heard about the pie. I picked up a pie that From was... the man! No, not from him. Oh, yeah, I heard about it from him. Yes. Yeah. But it's not like I went, if you go into somebody's cart or something, then that, that's obviously beyond the pale and unacceptable. But if it's just out there as merchandise and anyone can pick up, it's just as much my right as anybody else's. And why should I back down? Because you didn't even want it. The only thing that you, know, you what, wanted was to make the old man feel bad. But you just want no. to make him feel bad. He's an old man. Give him a fucking pie. It's a matter of principle. It's mine. But it's not yours. You didn't buy it. 
Uh, but of my own free will, I decided not to buy it because I was You're so lucky he didn't theory. come at you with a cease and assist like Netflix. All right. Yeah, that's really funny, Jeff. Yeah, okay. But multiple people reach out to me now saying, what, what's wrong with you? How could you fall for that? You're such a dummy. <laughs> yeah, the, like that. Multiple people have reached out and told me that. And I was like, yeah, well, if you were in my shoes, you would have been doing the exact same thing. And you're like, oh, I wouldn't. I was like, yeah, you would. I probably would have. Well, and, 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 and Jeff, you should hear this. Today. At the very end of this Custy's panel show, Bronstetter tells a story about what Cust did to his grandma that you, you need to listen to. I didn't do anything. Yeah, you got involved in his orbit. I didn't get involved in anything. Well, you got sucked into his orbit, and then all of a sudden, you know, Bronstetter doesn't have a grandma anymore. As Aaron tells us that, you know, this is what happens when you interact with Tim. You never know what's going to happen. To harken back to our conversation before the show about why I don't want to bet on a golfer you picked. I'm still annoyed by that. Like, if you like Sam Burns, then you just go do, with Do him. you really think I am the only person in the world who sees who you pick and then changes their pick if they were on the same side? Yeah, but you should know better. Why would I know better? I know better than anyone to change my pick. Why do you think I did it? It's, it, it's just, it's all a bunch of... Again, I, I'm just the victim here, accused of things that I haven't done. Oh, yeah. You're just a victim. You're you're the world's biggest victim, I see. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. But, but you're, but you're a this... victim in every activity that you partake in. Just in these two things in particular, at least. At least. You know, I, I did nothing wrong. I did nothing wrong about the pie. It was mine if I wanted it. Uh, I'm sorry. It's a matter of principle. Whether I need it, whether I want it. None of that is applicable whatsoever. The only question is, whose was it by right? And it was mine. I just don't you don't what... even care about things on sale. No, I don't. I just thought, ooh, pie. So you were just I wasn't, I wasn't concerned about the price. I just buy things at the grocery store. But when I, I but I, the, the, the idea of pie was sort of like there was an epiphany in my mind about oh, I wouldn't mind having some pie. And uh, you should have given it back and let and just gotten yourself. We were even given it back. That implies that he had it to begin with, which is not true. In fact, I did give it back. I put it back exactly where it came from. Yeah. The table. After you made sure was... that the guy was nowhere near the nowhere near there anymore. Well, but that was coincidental. I wasn't like you, I was you, waiting for him to leave, put the no, pie well, back. Well, are you sure? Because you, you hit you hit it you hit it in aisles to make sure that he wasn't around. That's true. But it was on my way walking towards the cashier where I decided, you know what? I don't even want this godforsaken pie anymore. And I put it back. I'm picturing your 40 video, and that's how you're running away from this old man. Oh, I wasn't sprinting. I was like, I had my cart and I just moved quickly to somewhere else. Okay. There's a part two of this, Jeff, that I haven't shared with you yet. You ready for this? Please. It's, it doesn't involve Cus harassing el the elderly at this point. I didn't harass anybody. They harassed me. And you had to run and hide. And Pardon he, me? And you had to go run and hide. And run. Moved quickly. Well, you keep, I mean, isn't that running for you, moving quickly? I de-escalated the situation. Oh, okay. You're a real hero. Uh, so we had a huge ice storm here this weekend, Jeff. Did you know that it never occurred to Tim that he was, he spent like a half, a, how long did it take you to scrape the ice off your car? Like 45 minutes, because it wasn't just like one layer of ice. It was like two or three. 
Now, I don't know if our friends in Texas or California or Florida or anywhere where it's warm all year round can really get on board with this. But anyone from the Northeast, Tim's Minnesota impression that he was doing a bit earlier, anyone from anyone in Canada, anywhere where it gets cold during the winter. Jeff, have you ever heard this little trick of turning on your car, letting the ice melt and then scraping it off? Because Tim hadn't. Not that I hadn't heard of it. It just didn't occur to me to do that. And... So it took me longer, and I learned for the first time ever what those little pointy things on the backside of your scraper are for. I've never used them before. What do you, you mean? You know how, like, scrapers on the backside of, like, those little plastic prongs, like three little plastic prongs? Oftentimes, scrapers have those. Yes. Yeah. You use them to, like, break up the ice, and, like, so it makes it easier to scrape off. I'd never used them before. We, we all learned- know, Tim, we all know this besides you. Okay, well, first you just premise this by saying, I don't know if our friends in Texas or California or Florida, so they don't know about this. I'm teaching them about it. And secondly, I'm not so sure everybody does. I don't believe you. I'd never used it before. I was out there and dad said to me, you know, you should use the other side of the scraper. I don't believe you. And I was you. like, I hadn't even occurred to me. I've never used that side of the scraper before. Usually because either my car's parked inside somewhere or it's there's we rarely have that much. That's ice. the side you use for the ice. No, I've only ever You've used been brushing ice. ice. Pardon me. You brush ice. No, 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 not brush on the back side of the scraper. There's like three little prongs that stick out that aren't the flat at sharp edge, but like are prongs. Yeah, they dig into the ice. No. That's what they're there for. Like make tiny little lines in the ice that you can then break through. Yeah. Not the brush side. I still can't believe you didn't turn your car on. It took you 45 minutes to scrape the ice off your car. The car thing is like the shower thing, probably, to Tim, though. What? Well, it would be a waste of gasoline and energy. Like, just turn uh, his car being idle would be like the shower being on. Well, yeah, it wouldn't be very environmentally friendly to leave that car idling for 30 minutes. I mean, I do it, but I'm just saying Tim wouldn't. Yeah, it, it hadn't occurred to me, but uh... anyway, next time. That's so ridiculous. That 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 actually blew my mind more than you yelling at an old man. Okay, well, like guilty is charged. Oh well, I guess now I didn't you... know how to scrape. I didn't know how to scrape correctly. Or turn on your car to melt the ice. It didn't occur to me. Okay, I, but like, does this mean it's never occurred to you before in the thirty years that you've been alive? No, no, no. I've done it before. Like if I'm leaving uh, someone's house before and there's a little skim of snow or whatever, and you're sitting on the side of the road letting it defrost, but. Uh, it just didn't occur to me that day to do so. In fact, I don't even know if I could have gotten the car door open. We had so much ice for that time. Really? You don't think you could have opened your car door because it was like it, it was, you were living on Hoth, were you? You couldn't open your car door? <laughs> I wasn't living on Hoth. Just the ice, you know, door handles are just made of plastic. And I was very afraid of breaking my door handle. But everyone else who went out to drive, that, that did you hear any reports of people breaking their door oh, handles off? And I wasn't even driving anywhere that day. It was just, I wanted to get it done. He's been lifting... So much that he can now break door handles. But but he can't take a 75-year-old man. I didn't say any of that. I just de-escalated a situation that I didn't want to get out of control or turn into a shouting match like a crazy person. I decided to be the bigger man and leave. Runaway is how we're going to phrase this from now on. Go ahead and say what you want. Like, the people will agree with me that I did nothing wrong, and people will say, you know what, you did the right thing, Tim, by getting yourself out of that situation. Remember. I also feel like the the show, the panel show, you sort of going through highlighting, previewing the the categories, is a great propaganda vehicle for me. 
Ah, well, we got to you too. Don't don't forget about that. You're in there. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> you well, you can vote in the custody awards and go through them right now in the description. Voting closes on February twenty eighth. Jeff, how do you think you're doing against him right now? Are you, I don't. Are you pre- are you prepared sure. to win this year? Um, sure. I'm always prepared. I've heard where the votes sort of are stacking, and let's just say it's very close. But if the election were closed today, you you might win, Jeff. Well, how do you how do you know what the votes are, Tim? I trust that you're not lying to me. If you're lying, then you're lying. Uh, I can't control that. But I believe you to be telling the truth. Okay. Is this where we're at right now in terms of the voting? You can still, still two weeks to vote. There's no worse feeling than being nauseous. I know when I uh, have a bit too much wine in the evening and my son wakes up at quarter to four in the morning, I'm not feeling the best when I wake up. And if you've ever experienced nausea, whether it's from the stress of the world or whatever it might be, you need to check out Relief Band. Relief Band is the number one FDA-cleared anti-nausea wristband that has been clinically proven to quickly relieve and effectively prevent nausea and vomiting associated with motion sickness, anxiety, migraines, hangovers, morning sickness, chemotherapy, and so much more. How it works is Relief Band stimulates a nerve in the wrist that travels to the part of your brain that controls nausea. Then it blocks the signal in your brain is sending to your stomach telling you that you are sick. Like the name says, it legitimately is a band you wear on your wrist to give you relief from nausea and you change the intensity depending on how you are feeling to make it stronger or weaker. It's that simple. The technology was originally developed over 20 years ago in hospitals to relieve nausea from patients, but now through Relief Band, it's available to the masses. I've been using it. It has been terrific for me. I have not woke up nauseous in like four months. So Relief Band, go get it. And Relief Band makes a great gift for any time of the year. Right now, they've got an exclusive offer just for Pat Mayo Experience listeners. If you go to reliefband.com and use promo code MAYO, you'll receive 20% off plus free shipping and no questions asked, 30-day money-back guarantee. That's the best offer you'll find for Relief Band anywhere. But you have my code, so use it. Head to R-E-L-I-E-F-B-A-N-D.com and use our promo code MAYO, that's M-A-Y-O if you're really bad at spelling, for 20% off plus free shipping. Let's talk props for the Super Bowl because this is where really I want to get my money down. One I like off the hop, I like Cincinnati Moneyline second half, Jeff. Yeah, that seems like a bit of a popular theme like maybe to go along with most points in the second half i guess that can correlate to a prop that i have which is i like the rams in the first half um you know they get off to those hot starts and they kind of have shown a way to give it give them back in in many in a, in a handful of cases so i don't i don't mind that at all i expect the rams to get off to a quality start in this game hence my first half wager and seeing since he win the second half I mean, that, that seems right on games, game script for most. And I did tail your bet for Super Bowl MVP, Jeff. Which one? Leonard Floyd. Yeah, so I have bet, I mean, these aren't like my top props, although I don't have a ton, but I have bet Leonard Floyd MVP at 200 to 1. I've bet Jalen Ramsey uh, 100 to 1. Again, those go along the lines of, the game script, you got to pick a lane the same way when I bet a golf tournament, like, how do I see this playing out? 
I'm picking this lane and now I'm going to bet golfers in that lane, um, you know, that fit it. So if I see the game playing out like um, the Titans Bengals game in some respects, I think Joe Burrow, unlike Tannehill, uh, has an ability to not let plays die. Tries to force one up to chase Jalen Ramsey, uh, you know, makes a couple big plays. Hopefully as for Leonard Floyd, only three sacks in the last 10 games. This is not, you know, a guy on a prolific run right now, but you'll see the door open maybe for some other front seven players to have monster performances in the lane that I have picked. Also clearly based on Leonard uh, Aaron Donald being absolutely dominant. The best player in this football game is Aaron Donald. And there's honestly a definitive gap as Tim would say between Aaron Donald and the second best player in this football game. I think that's true. Like I definitive. I think that's well um, three to like all generational. Like it's almost in some ways we talk him up. We acknowledge his greatness, but it's so expected that we don't even give him it's due. He's not a quarterback. He's the best player on that football field. I'm just hoping his presence can lead to some other things. Well, you did mention the MVP market though, Pat, I want to say I might invest in Cooper cup on the offensive side. Um, in this theory that I kind of have, which is kind of gaining some steam in that, you know, it's so obvious to think it's going to go to the quarterback, but in these voted on awards, you kind of think about some extra layers in every sort of game where the Rams have won. It has been Cooper cup who has been the reason that this team has won, uh, you know, those games, it's the reason that they could be here. Cooper cup is not going to win league MVP. He might deserve it. I he think doesn't. in a tie, he, he does not deserve it. By the way, he doesn't deserve league MVP. But. Yes, he deserves it unanimously. No, he was the best. No, I'm not, okay, whatever. He, does, he deserves right. it unanimously and might not get a vote. Yeah, good call to him. You're right. Okay, it's sorry. True. I, I want to take that it's back because you're right. It's, you're like, you're the same people who don't vote for pitchers for MVP when pitchers are MVP. Well, no. You're Let me just finish and then you can argue this. I, I mean, argue. to Pat's point, I believe he doesn't deserve it, but people, there's like, whatever, a groundswell that the season he's had that I think if it's a close game or people are deciding that they'll be like, well, he's not going to get a single MVP vote. We'll give him this Stafford winning. The game is essentially his lifetime achievement award. I actually am not quarterback or bust on, on the MVP, especially for the Rams. I think of the Bengals Heisman super bowl MVP national champion, like the whole check, check, check. It's very much like the easy box to check. Um, you're going to want to make the guy, if Burrow wins the game, it's like NBA. We're going to be chasing the next Brady forever, friends. So Burrow wins this game. It'll just like Mahomes trying to get to like, I'm not saying anyone's going to catch Brady at seven, but the next 20 years of our lives as football fans is probably very going to be very reminiscent of the post Jordan years where every good player quarterback is going to be like, is he the next one? Will he be the next one? Burrow does it. We're like throwing gasoline on that. And that's the story people want to run with. And I, I slightly made... disagree with that only in that. I believe the Bengals best chance to win is if Matt Stafford ruins the game for them. Uh, I, I actually think that's the Bengals path. Okay. Yeah. But Therefore, seeing, I think the NBA is they're so superior. The only way they win is the other team well, fucking up. So horrible. So superior. Uh, that's wrong. I, I, I totally agree that you're right. That the Bengals, if they win, Joe Burrow has an excellent chance. But I do think there is a significant 
chance that if the Bengals were to win, it's because Stafford plays like Rich Gannon in the Super Bowl and throws four interceptions. And then you bring in people like Jesse Bates and some long odds on the defensive side for the Bengals. That could totally. Uh, I don't mind anybody if they're telling me that if like they see it like that, you want to have your Jesse Bates ticket. That's fine. I'm not picking long shot defenders on both sides. I just picked. I get it. No, 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 no. I, I was just proposing a different approach to maybe thinking how, how one would think through the Bengals if they were to win. Well, you, you, well I, I, if you're going to go that way with the Bengals MVP long shot, I think you take Eli Apple as weird as that sure. sounds because he's not good, which means they're going to attack him in the passing game, thus giving him more opportunity. I mean, he should have had a pick six to end the Chiefs game. He just dropped it. Yep. So yep. We, we know that guys are going to go try to attack him. All it takes is two bad Stafford passes. One's a pick six. The other one's a pick. He's MVP. Yeah, no, absolutely. So, absolutely. Uh, I actually, I, I don't mind your cup uh, to win MVP because I think the MVP odds are better. I just put together a four-play same-game parlay at DraftKings Sportsbook, which kind of gives you hitting each of the check marks that Cup would probably have to do to win MVP and parlaying those together. And the MVP 6-1 to one is way better than this plus 320 parlay. That would involve Cooper Cup, anytime touchdown, Rams win, Cup over 119 receiving yards. Cup over eight catches. Like if he goes over all those, he's probably going to win MVP if the Rams win. So you're better off taking the MVP. In so many situations, sorry, in so many situations when we get to the Super Bowl, the quarterback is seen as the better player than the receiver. Hence, when they're close or tied, it's default quarterback. It's very rare that the receiver is seen by all as the better player, the player that did more yeah. for the no, team. That's, that's a good point as well. So that is why I think Cup could really, if the game plays out, like 90% of Rams wins have played out this year offensively, Cooper Cup should win MVP of this game. And Matt Stafford should be satisfied by getting his lifetime achievement and winning the Super Bowl. But Cooper Cup, for all the... We could debate the MVP merits, but there are people who believe there's some merit to that. Uh, I think he's an easy guy to give the MVP vote to if it's close, let alone the fact he could just earn it outright and it'll be a slam dunk. So only two wide receivers have won Super Bowl MVP since Super Bowl nine. I can think of three off the top of my head. Heinz Ward. Heinz Ward, Julian uh, Edelman. Antonio Holmes. Oh, yeah. And, sorry, I missed uh, this Antonio Holmes. Yeah, I missed Antonio Holmes. That's correct. So three have won since Super Bowl nine. So more have more corners won? Let's see. We got a linebacker, linebacker. That's happened, what, twice in the past eight years? Ray Lewis Devin, won Super If Bowl it MVP. wasn't Tom Brady, White wins last year. Like 98. Well, I should. Like, it takes. Anyone but an omnipresent quarterback figure adored by all wins uh, that 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 performance by White or David, whom I make you help. Yeah, me. although and, I think Fournette had a case for it last year too. I think it was David. Well, One it was, of those it was guys, like it's like was J- James White had a legitimate case the year that the Patriots came back against the Falcons too. But you know Brady ended up throwing for almost 500 yards, so you have to give it to him. That's the problem. Edelman could have even won that one. Yeah, well, Edelman ended up winning it two years later. The uh, Rams. Yeah, so that was the game. But I think that's a scenario that you need realistically. I think there's one of two ways a receiver can win this. One is that if it's an incredibly low-scoring game, like we saw Patriots and Rams, and there's just one guy who's uncoverable, which would be the case, a really good case, for Cooper Cup here if they win, like, 
14 to 10, but Cooper Cup has nine catches for 159 yards or something like that. He's going to end up winning. Or you have this Antonio Holmes thing where not only do you have a good game, you have the signature moment of that game as well, like the game-winning catch, then stuff is going to shift to your way pretty easily, I think. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. Running backs very rarely win this award, by the way. Do you know who the last running back to win the MVP of the Super Bowl was? Marcus Allen. Emmett Smith won a Super Bowl MVP. Oh. Yeah, he did win, but he was not the last one. It was Ter- uh, Terrell Davis in the first Broncos. That's right, the first. Uh, yeah, Super Bowl yeah, for back. sure, for sure. So that's it's been a while. Put it that way. Yeah. Nope. Absolutely. It is tough for a running back to win. They've got to have a huge like Timmy Smith type of day to do so. Isn't and it, the, Pat? The funniest part of Twitter. It's like I put out like a hundred and two hundred to one MVP pick. Like mm-hmm. clearly knowing how unlikely they are and. The people that are like, you're sort of like, there's no chance. Thanks. 200 to one. All I'm saying is I'd rather Leonard Floyd at 200 than Von Miller at 35. Yeah. Well, yeah. He, Von Miller at 35 is silly. That's all because he's already won a Super Bowl MVP and has looked half decent. But like, no, that's silly. There's no value in that. Well, it's no different than when we talked about on the golf show this week that Speed's odds this week are unf- I mean, he has worse odds this week than he did a week ago. And now he's facing all the best players in the world. And he faced basically me, you, Tom, Hoagie, and Tim in a tournament last weekend. He was 22 to one. Now he's 20 to one to win a tournament because the name yeah, Jordan Speed. real impressed by Jordan Speed's performance against a bunch of nobodies. Okay. I said it. I said it yesterday on the show that had Speed even won, Tim would have just shot on it the same way he shot on his well, Valero win. Well, who did he, he beat acknowledged him as a no win player? in his attempt at a comeback. Well, I'm sorry. See, I'm, I'm supposed to be real impressed when he doesn't beat anybody good other than Patrick Cantley. Okay. All right, fine. Like, whatever. I thought actually Brooks was the better analysis for this and that Brooks won this last year. That's why he's what 30 to one rather than what he should be, which is like 50 to one. Anyway, can I finish my fucking point before you yes. guys completely derailed me? Yes. Do you, do, do you know what my point was? Do you even remember what I was saying before you wanted to talk? <laughs> You were talking about Von Miller's odds to win the MVP. Yes. So to correlate that with Jordan Spieth, coming off a good week, Jordan Spieth is now perceived by the public because he's Jordan Spieth. He's won three majors. I mean, if had he have won last weekend, he would have joined Tiger, Jack, and someone else as the only person with like 15 wins below the age of 28 or something crazy like that. So the amount of winning he's done, he resonates with the public. And Von Miller is really the only player on the Rams defense. I mean, Aaron Donald, yes, but even to your casual viewer, like you might know who Von Miller is. You might be able to recognize Von Miller and pick him out of the crowd. I doubt most people could do that with Aaron Donald. I agree. Although I don't know if people could pick up Von Miller either. He'd have to be wearing his glasses. Yeah. Like, yeah, he won Super Bowl MVP, but that was still a while. That was like six years ago. So I don't know. Sort of, but I still think he's sort of a nobody. Just the people who are betting this have seen him play decently in the playoffs and know he's won MVP before. Yeah, he's there because of name value only. Because he is a name that yeah. people know. Because realistically, I mean, what what has he done since he's been to the? Has he? I, I couldn't tell you if he's been good or bad since he's been on the Rams. Couldn't. He's tell had me. a couple of sacks in big spots. That's all I can recall. I mean, I again, I like Jeff said, I'd rather take Leonard Floyd, knowing that they're going to have to account for Von Miller. They're going to have to double team Aaron Donald. That all Floyd needs to do is have this be a low scoring game, like sack Burrow on the two yard line, fall on the ball, then he's MVP. You, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's I, I hope or it's an overwhelming defensive performance, but 
even Donald, like he was, would never consider betting a player for MVP as low as Aaron Donald, but I did have a moment. But to take a defensive player who isn't a crazy long shot is pretty crazy. Like looking at the game historically, defensive players have won it at probably a, a higher rate than people want to give it credit for. But it's not the superstar defensive player. It's players set up it's by the superstars to have those yeah. uh, moments. The Seattles, the Tampas. I could go back to like Dallas with I think it was Larry Brown. And I'm sure yep, there could be Larry another Brown. one or two in in between. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I get it's like a 5%, 10% chance. But I think that's enough for me to try to hit... Um, Take a swing at a guy like Ramsey, per se, at 100. Well, you- I'll say I think the MVP is going to be Stafford, but it's unbettable. But I think it's going to be Stafford. Well, let's try to find a different way to, to bet Stafford then, because he's plus, he's even money to win MVP going into this game, which makes yeah, sense. That's the un- quarterback wins. I mean, if the Rams win, what's the likelihood that Stafford wins MVP? Like 80%? Yeah, maybe a little lower than that for reasons that you and Jeff have put out, maybe about 65%. Okay, so if we try, if we go onto DraftKings, DraftKingsSportsbook.com and try a same game parlay here, um, the first thing that would have to happen is the Rams win this game, correct? Oh, absolutely. So let's let's build ourselves a story here for Stafford MVP. See if we can get better than plus one hundred on this. We go to passing props. How many yards do you think that he would have to throw for? Because we have different options here. We can go three fifty minimum. Three fifty minimum. Yeah, I think if he doesn't throw, okay, three hundred minimum. Under three hundred, I don't think he gets it. 300 minimum. I mean, the last over under is like 284. I know, but that hits that hits my favorite, but it also connects with my favorite prop of the Super Bowl. Okay, I I don't think that I don't think that he needs to throw for over 350 to win. The last two quarterbacks who have won this award have thrown for 201 and 286. Okay, but both of those are name plays, right? They are, but any quarterback in the Super Bowl is the name play. (laughs) So okay, all right, fair enough. So that's huge. Well, let's. How about we just do over three hundred and four point five yards? Sure. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm good with that. So already, Rams win and Stafford over three hundred and four passing yards pays plus two fifty. So we're already getting two and a half times better odds on those two things occurring, which you would like think it. would have to happen if that happens. Absolutely, I like it a lot. So that would be, I think, the better way to attack that. Like the MVP market is tough unless you're taking these super long shots that end up coming through. But I asked you guys to come up with your five favorite ones. Unless, yep. did, unless Jeff, you had any lean on a first touchdown? Uh, yeah, I do have a lean. I'm just mesmerized. Drew Sample. Uh, well, yeah, you know I'm a Drew Sample guy. <laughs> I'm just mesmerized by... My phone's is going nuts, and it's people sending me like Marenzi's feed, and I'm in love. I'll just tell you that. Well, Marenzi, because Marenzi, okay. if you go to Twitter right now, I I tweeted it out, and Jeff tweeted it out. Marenzi was on Pat McAfee. That's awesome. Yeah, I He's obviously I, doing the experience. He just tweeted out a football card, uh, like a a prism of himself. Oh, no, what, what's so, the grade on it? Is it a game? Love, is it a game? To get it graded. Is it a game worn Marenzi shirt that he's wearing? No, but he's clearly bought some swag down there, as anyone, I guess, uh, would. You guys can attest. You've been down there in the in oh, the belly of, how of about all of it. If we had to set the line at over under 0. .5 peaches, 
pieces of merch Pat Mayo bought at the Super Bowl, what would you what would you go over under? Not big under big under yeah, such yeah, a no. Yeah, yeah. I only bought two things. That's actually pretty good for you. I bought a ball cap and a coffee mug, and then the rest I just got free swag that I took home with me. But I only bought two things. I'm surprised there's not like a commemorative cola you still have. No, no, there wasn't. Uh, I would have taken such a thing home. Well, we okay, yeah. So back so to first touchdown. Obviously, I love this market. It's the most degen thing I do at the Super Bowl because, in some weird way, it's great male bonding. It's great male bonding. Me and my boys, we watch the games with forever. Like the the group hugs, like literally the hugs that went on on Jordy Nelson or when Mahomes ran it in at like eighteen or twenty to one a couple years ago. It's Oh, the best male bonding you can have. As my friend who doesn't even like football jokes, like he jokes all year that he's just hoping we can hug on Super Bowl because we all sort of get in on it together. I have a real long shot pick. I don't really have a strong feel about it, but I I have a long shot pick for first touchdown. Go for it. Lay it. I, yeah, you're going to laugh. I like Ben Skoranek. Of course you do. He went to Notre Dame. Just I, you know, you had that big drop uh, two weeks ago. I, I don't know. I think he gets it right. I, I, that's that, that's where I would sprinkle, and you get really good odds on him. So I, I actually tend to agree with Tim on this. I think if I, I don't think he'd be my main bet for first touchdown. But if they've really, it feels like they know that the first touchdown market has become something that people love to bet on now, and they've made most of these numbers completely unbettable. He's like the only one with a shot. It feels like who has like long shot odds. Like I was with you with Drew Sample because we don't know if, if Uzama is playing or not. He might play. I don't know. And even then you could still probably bet Sample at the same time. But a guy who we don't even know if he's going to play, he's 16 to one. His backup is 22 to one. Like Sample should be like 40 to one. Come on. Uh, Trent Taylor is also very live. Uh, they like using him on the goal line and like short yardage passes. So I wouldn't mind taking a sprinkle on him for the Bengals either. How many red zone targets and touches do you think that Trent Taylor had this year, Tim? I don't know, but he caught a pivotal one in the AFC Championship game that's seared into my brain. All right, so Trent, and, Ta- uh, Trent Taylor, first touchdown? I like him. One of my five picks is actually Trent Taylor anytime scoring touchdown. That's one of your five picks? Yep, I really like it. Trent Taylor had two catches this year. I know, but they leaned on him in the AFC Championship game in a big spot, and uh, that told me all I need to know. That if you're going to use it there in that spot, I think it was maybe it was on the two point conversion. You're going to use him in a big spot in the Super Bowl too. You trust him enough, so I'm going with it. All right. I mean, you got to pick a lane here. First touchdown. I mean, he's going to return. Does he return kickoffs or punts? I believe he returns punts for them. So he's eighty. There you go. He's live there too. So that that's the first of your. Any other guys besides Drew Sample here? Because I could see, honestly, I don't want to bet Beckham at nine to one, but I feel like he's going to score the first touchdown. Yeah. All right, I'm pivoting off of Beckham. I will say it's a bet I'm not making, but I don't mind um, Cam Akers. Like to get seven fifty on the running back, like over seven to one on the running back. The starting running back on the team, I think, is going to win the game. I don't think that's a bad um number especially you know i'm sort of trying to comparatively compare this to a standard prime time game and hopefully as the week goes on we'll get bigger numbers pat like we could shop that drew sample find something better but my favorite pick the one that i am calling will probably be my biggest although i like your skoronic call um 
it's Van Jefferson for me. It's Van Jefferson on the field. He's been a big red zone um, target guy for them. We're going to get the opportunity. I I like Van Jefferson a lot, a lot for all the love that I think Beckham is getting in the markets in all the markets, yards, everything sort of for this game. I'm going to be the guy with all the Van Jefferson. I feel 18 to one going to have a Jordy Nelson moment down the sideline. I'm telling you, baby. Are you playing any over props for him as well? Like receiving yards or anything like that? Cause he has been abysmal basically for three months now. Uh, yeah, he's kind of gotten lost. I'm more like also on the anytime Van Jefferson um, touchdown. And I haven't bet anything on the props, but as people keep staying away from him and, and flooding their bets elsewhere. Um, yeah. Give me, give me Van. I'll be, I'll be on that. Okay. So Van Jefferson, 18 to one first touchdown. Tim, do you have a best bet? You mean like of my five picks, which one do I like the best? Yeah. Yeah, I do. It is over 95.5 total touchdown yardage in this football game. I love that. The Bengals secondary is problematic enough that I expect one to two reasonably lengthy touchdowns. And so I think we can get there without much trouble. So it's minus 105. You eat a little bit of VIG, but it's over 95.5 yardage uh, of touchdown yardage in the game. I like it a lot. So I'm going against this pretty much directly with one of my top five props guys I have. And it's hit six of the last seven years under longest touchdown 42 and a half yards now maybe because tom brady played in so many super bowls it i i guess i don't know he didn't attack deep or something but yeah so i i see that hopefully differently than tim okay so under 42 and a half longest td but tim has over 95 and a half as total touchdown yards you better hope you guys don't get tackled at the one yard line no, that's right, but it brings interception return, touchdown, fumble return, uh, kickoff returns into play too, so I like it a lot. Do you think this game is going to be slow starting? Because I think it's going to be. Yes, almost every Super Bowl seems to be these days. So yes, I would I would think that it will be. So I'm going to have my three gold, silver, and bronze favorite props on the Cam and Rob show, Best Bets, which I think is going to come out Thursday afternoon this week uh, in conjunction with the DraftKings Showdown Pick Show that I'm doing with Justin and Cody Maine. Uh, so I'm going to save most of my favorite ones for there. I do really like Joe Burrow over two and a half rushing attempts, though. Okay, that's reasonable. What's the what's the price on that? Uh, it is minus 105. So I'll give a couple more of mine because they're connected. Uh, two unders on Jamar Chase. I'm, I'm fading Jamar Chase big time in the Super Bowl, which shouldn't be a surprise because I'm picking the Rams and going against the Bengals. So I've decided to sort of, uh, lean in on that and, and bet really heavily or you go against Jamar uh, under 80 and a half receiving yards and under five and a half receptions. I think Ramsey takes him out of the game. Uh, and I think uh, he doesn't have that many receiving yards. And I, so I, 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 I like under in both of those. The, the See, one done something dangerous. The one benefit. Can I tell you what it is? I was going to say the one benefit of Chase here, because you would think that Ramsey would lock him down, is they move Chase all around the formation. And Ramsey's not one to shadow anyone. He's going to stay on his side. So they can get Chase off of Ramsey if they want to. They can, but then they'll just double him. I mean, the the Rams are smart, and they've been preparing to shut down Chase for two weeks. And I I don't think they're going to let him run roughshod. I think in some ways, while you think your bets are connected and your vibe is playing off your feeling, 
in some ways they're very contradictory from a betting perspective in in my opinion because you think it's going to be a very lopsided game the chase yards could be coming for free late if the score is what you think it's gonna be you could lose that yardage prop just in the second half of the fourth quarter. No, you make a very good point. And I and to your point, actually, in that Seahawks Broncos game, Demarius Thomas caught the most passes in a Super Bowl ever, and the Broncos scored eight points. So I mean that is well that is well taken. Uh but I just think he's gonna have a really down game. A really down game. I, I I'm fading him completely. Uh looking at runthesims.com right now and you can use runthesims.com promo code mayo to get yourself the discount. What it does, it takes the simulation of the game 10,000 times, runs it, and you can look up these individual player props. Uh they've been I mean ask our friend Bill Tim. He he cashed what like 8 of them in a row last week just running the sims oh, yeah. on them all, seeing what oh, had yeah. the biggest advantage. This one doesn't have a huge advantage, but it does like the under of 80 and a half. It says it should hit around 53 percent of the time so over under eight i don't know like once you factor in i guess even if you factor in the minus 110 it's minus 110 right yes yeah so even with the minus 110 it's a slightly good bet on the under just but the median outcome is 76 receiving yards that feels like it's too good that's too close for me but if you're going with a theme i kind of get that the burrow one for me the over two and a half rushing attempts just kind of comes down to is this offensive line is not going to hold up and yeah burrow's going to stand in there he's going to take his sacks but as we've seen in the past two games that eventually if the pocket collapses quick enough he just runs right up the middle for three yards so i like both quarterbacks i like over two and a half for burrow and ironically i it sounds weird i like two and a half for stafford one being the team i think that wins the football game I have the potential of the kneel downs also that's in play for Joe Burrow, but Stafford who didn't run all year, um, you know, did run in the last two games and it's a core, it's a super bowl. And I have no doubts if he sees space on a play, he'll go get it. And he'll even potentially John Elway helicopter himself. Like I've so I've seen him do enough running in the last two games to think both of these numbers, Pat Stafford and Burrow, um, are soft, that they should be at least three even, and you're hoping for four. So I like both of them, two and a half over on the quarterback uh, runs, both sides. And obviously you get the Neil could win it in and of itself if if you're lucky, but um, yeah. I hadn't even considered that, that the kneel down counts as the rushing attempt. I only ever consider it in terms of like where my yardage is at. It's like, Oh my God, is he going to lose two yards? And that happened. Remember that happened to me with Tua earlier this year, Tim, I had the yeah, over, he hit it, then he kneeled down. Too. It went under. <laughs> it happened famously at the end of super bowl 54 that the Mahomes under hit because he knelt away yardage. That's true. Completely forgot. Like I said, completely forget. And like Stafford's is five and a half. And I do like that. I've been like, because I said I like the over two and a half carries, and I, I think I prefer the carries than the five and a half because of those end of game snaps. Almost- I agree with Jeff. I don't want to deal with that nonsense at the end of games. I, I would rather have the attempts than yeah. the, the yards. Stafford so far in the playoffs, six attempts, four attempts, five attempts, but it gets real exactly. dicey. It, it oh gets, my god. It gets real dicey. You don't think he's it gets real dicey with the yardage, is all I'm gonna say. So that's why I like the attempts for this. Like five for eight, four for six. 
He does have a rushing touchdown in two of the three games. So should we be looking at Stafford for first rushing touchdown? Because I'm not going to lie to you. Cam Akers has kind of looked terrible in the playoffs. That well, he- I'll tell you how you can get him involved, which is in one of my other very, very best bets. Well, that could season. be Henderson if it's like first and goal from the one, too. No, no, but what I I'm saying love- is like if it's Akers and they turn around and give him the ball and he's not looking so good. Is Henderson playing? Is he coming back? I assume so. We have odds on him. So. Yeah, I, I saw mean, there's, somebody. There's, but there's also odds on Higby. Is Higby going to play? Oh. No, yeah, that's the thing. They're, they're putting everyone up there to devalue the very top of the board. But let's say it's Akers who gets the first shot. Let's say he doesn't get in. Maybe Stafford sneaks it on second try. Listen, I have no doubt that's in play. I have no doubt that Stafford and the coaches know, based on the running stats you said, I think he did have a one-yard touchdown run already like you get it in the regular season you don't want Stafford taking extra hits you just give just don't do it it's the Super Bowl so first and goal from the half yard line a third and goal anything first anything from the half yard line I agree Stafford is probably as likely as any potential running back to just take it himself Matt Stafford 40 to 1 fumble his carry and he recovered it wasn't that a longer annoying review maybe no, that was Acres. In the playoffs? Wasn't it? That was Acres, wasn't it? Fumbled um, against Tampa Bay. Fumbled twice against Tampa. Once when his head was touching the ground, and another time. Yeah, Stafford. No, I mean, in the end zone. Stafford forty to one first touchdown. Stafford plus six fifty anytime touchdown. He scored in two or three games so far this year or this play. I like it. Like I'm, I'm out there. I, I think that Stafford has a fantastic Super Bowl. Uh, so I, I don't mind any pro Stafford uh, prop at all. So what, what's, the, what are, what's another one of your better bets here for props, Tim? So I love this one, and I can't understand why I'm getting it. I mean, I understand why perhaps it's minus 140, but it's free money. Okay. And this is the jersey number of the first player to score in the game, under 23 and a half. All the best players are there. I don't know how I don't win this. Drew Sample? I guess. But, like, I get Cup, and I get Chase, and I get both quarterbacks, and I get Akers. And, I mean, Odell. I get Odell. I, I get so... But you get Van Jefferson, too? Yeah. Uh, no, I don't believe so. No, I do Yes, I get Van Jefferson. Yeah, the only guys you, uh, do, I, the only guys you don't get are Higby, Uzama, Nixon. Sample, uh, Mixon, Henderson, Henderson's, Sony Michelle, I think, is 28? Yes, he is. What's Acres? Uh, and you also don't get... Uh, 23, so I get Acres. I get Swaronic. Uh, Esquironic, who I like. I'm going to bet this one. I think think it's the play. I I think it's free money. I don't know. but I mean, you don't think that T. Higgins could catch the first touchdown or Tyler Boyd could catch the first touchdown? Uh, Yeah, okay. It could happen, but I don't don't think it's going to happen. Okay, I like this prop and then also having a T. Higgins first touchdown bet. Yeah, I mean, it'd probably be a, I mean, first touchdown. So it's, it's under 23 and a half first touchdown is what you're saying? That's correct. What's T.T. Higgins' 12-1 first touchdown? I mean, you got to fade one, two, two of the top six guys on the board is who you have to fade. And really, so that means four th- of the top six guys are in my column. But you also then, like, once we start going down the list a little bit, you then have to fade, like, seven of the top 11. But I have all the good players on the team perceived as the better team who starts fast. That's right. And I have some of the def- a couple of the good defensive guys who could score, too. So, you know what? I like it. Okay. I, mean, I agree with Tim. There's a reason it's juiced to minus 140. Yeah, of course. Because I'm going to lose a bet and a half when it doesn't win. <laughs> ah, but it'll win. Uh, Jeff, you got any more? 
So I mentioned the first half. Uh, we could just get into it. The number's been moving all over the place. I got a four and a half with Juice. I'll play the five and a halfs out there. It was a losing bet last year because Mahomes could throw the ball when he was a, a nose hair from being sacked. But I mentioned how I feel the game playing out. Bengals versus Teton. So I'm taking over on the sacks. Whatever number they want to put, I'll take exotics too. Where can I find that on DraftKings Sportsbook? DST props over under exact. Oh, you can go exact total sacks in this game. Yeah, I don't have that. That sounds dangerous. And that sounds like playing bingo. Uh, Well, yeah. I mean, we're all going to be playing like squares as well. It's like you cheer for sacks all game and then you have to cheer for them to stop. Stop. stop, I don't like that. I don't like it. It's good to play when you're playing quarters, right? Like that's a good thing to bet on. But again, like Burrow's not going to let plays die um, in the same way that that um, well he did, I guess, in the Titan game. He didn't have much of a choice. Well, no, he was under duress for uh, for for his lungs for nine sacks, and yeah, I, I expect him to be sacked frequently in this game too. Cincinnati Rams over. Mobile, they'll get they'll get theirs over, in the same way they put pressure on Mahomes. Over five and a half minus one thirty five at DraftKings Sportsbook right now. Yeah, the juice is the juice just killer. That's not terrible. Minus 130. Yeah, I kind of like the juice. That means people are betting it, and it's a good bet. Oh, my God. What that? Oh, man. And to that end, this is why I feel really good about Tails. To that end, that's no. why they can make I, I, fake I, I, Eiffel Towers in Vegas. I, I have to interject here before you go on with why Tails is a good bet at minus 105. Please do not make this bet. Just don't do it. It makes absolutely no sense. And Tim's going to laugh. Oh, tails never fails and all this nonsense. You're paying money to flip a coin. If you bet on this, this means you have no friends. Because I can turn to a friend next to me and be like, 100 bucks on a coin flip? Sure. And then I'm paying no vig. What are you people doing? Maybe you also the same person who would never take banker in Bakarov because of the 5%. I never, that's not true, but okay. But, you know, why not? The 5% doesn't dissuade me. Yeah, but the, the house has an advantage in Baccarat. That's why they charge the 5% commission. I understand. Okay. No, I don't. Th- I don't. Do you think that the that Tails has some sort of advantage in a coin flip? Yes, because it never fails. You're paying, that, you're, know, paying five, you're paying five cents on the dollar for a fucking coin flip. If but you make this bet, you are guaranteed victory. You are never a fails fucking that. moron if you make this bet. Like you're just, the, you're, you're not only so, you're beyond degenerate. You're awful at gambling and you have no friends. Think about that. I wonder what the handle is. It's a uh, ton. It's a ton because people are, mo- people don't understand yeah, big. They it's don't big. understand big whatsoever. Or there's a lot of lonely people in America. Or it's literally like the part of the game where people are just like around the TV, like the start of the game. It's the same reason first touchdown is exciting. You know, I don't know. Anything at the start is exciting. Yeah, but you couldn't turn to the person you're watching the game with and flip a coin for better odds. You'd want to wager yeah. on it on an online book at worse odds, is what you're telling me. Yeah, I don't I don't have a comment. I'm not betting the coin toss. I get it, but like Tails is gonna win, so and I'm taking less vig on that than other bets were. I also think it's going to win, but eating more juice. Do, do, do you like that there's vig on tails? Because it shows you that it's a, it's a favorite here? No, because it's equal on both sides. Yeah. I actually think that tails should be a slight favorite because 
fails never fails. Is there any more profitable line that any sports book can put out than minus 105 on each side of a coin toss, Jeff? Well, no, because like you said, people bet it. That's what I'm saying. It is the most profitable bet. You almost can't. I'd be curious it's, it's to know. Free, the hand. It's, it's free money for the sports books. Not only is it a, is it, uh, I'd be curious to see whether they get relatively equal weight on both sides. I bet you they do. I'd be curious. I'd be very curious. I can look into that for you if you want to know before kickoff time. But please, I, for the love I of do, God, I, I if you're a viewer look. of this show, do not bet on the coin toss. I don't know. Go on Friender or something like that. Swipe right. Get yourself a friend to watch the game with. Flip a coin with them and just save the money, please. It is illogical <laughs> to do this. And I, I would feel very bad if you made this bet. It means that you're a psychopath. That's strong. No, I, I would not say I would not. I would not agree with that last statement. Well, you're a psychopath. You want to bet on this, so why would anyone listen to you on this? We're just. I think tails is going to win. So. Now, is that every coin toss you think that tails is going to win? I mean, I I only ever pick tails. I believe coin tosses are much like whether to take or not take a card on sixteen playing blackjack. You do the same thing every time, and you don't change it up. Uh, I always take tails. So you can always take the same side of a 50-50 proposition and you have to bet $105 to win $100 on it. It sounds like a good strategy. Well, I just think Tails is going to win. It's also a fun bet. Whatever. It's also fun to flip a coin with someone. Okay, I get what you're saying. Bring your it. money with you this weekend. We'll start flipping coins. I'll have my quarters. No, have my we're quarters. not doing quarters. We're flipping for 100 bucks a shot. I know four other people there that will do that. You join with us. <laughs> that seems aggressive. Well, it's gonna get aggressive. Wait till we got. I already got the barbecue ordered. We got the drinks coming. By like ten minutes into this game, we're gonna be people, and especially if one of our friends gets down, we're gonna be flipping coins for like a thousand bucks a pop here. That is almost certain to happen. Yeah, if, if he gets in the hole early, the stakes are going up. <laughs> boys, 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 boys. We do. We 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 need to flip more coins right now. Okay, we need to flip more coins. Thousand bucks, thousand bucks, guys. You, you flip me a coin right now, okay? You want tails? No, no, no. I, I'll take heads. You take tails. Thousand bucks, okay? <laughs> I can see it in my mind's eye. And then you'll yell and have to run away from them, go hide in the bathroom or something like that to defuse the situation. Correct? <laughs> all right, all right. You think you're funny? That's fine. Uh, Jeff, do you have any more? Uh, have any more? I like Johnny Hecker over 51 and a half yards, longest punt. Hecker, hardly uh, knew That guy just drains them. And they like to catch them. There's this new thing of, of the punters are so good. So players are almost coached to catch them at like the six, seven, eight yard line. When in the past, you always had to let those bounce. Um, so I have no doubt this guy will send one, uh, you know, over half the football field. What was uh, that's the, what he does all the time? What was the number? Uh, 51 and a half. 51 and a half. Is, is everyone going to be betting the Evan McPherson over whatever the longest goal? field goal prop is? Um, yeah, I've seen a lot of Bengals, lot like longer team field goal. I know, you know, geez, I don't want to burn that, but a friend of ours, you know, told me he likes that one, and you'll talk to him later in the week. <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna guess it's not Cam. No, it's it's not. But you know, you're you're aware that I don't know, a lot of bang. I've seen a lot of field goal props uh, come up there, and a fun one that we always do. Well, 
No, I'll save it for you guys because he gave it to me, so I'm not going to say it. I'm what sure do we... he'll use it as his top three. Ha- have you seen any numbers for the anthem yet? Because it feels like oh. that free money is gone. I don't even know who sings okay, it. Okay, so I've seen a couple places, and I've seen the number like get to crazy juice, and I guess that's weird because I've been assured that's all just speculation. Um, but yeah, I am worried that it's gone. I'm trying to be very organized, Pat, to sort of try to have even the places that have it. Like I saw one place that has it. The limit is pretty low. So it's going to be frustrating. It's going to be frustrating, but I'm going to try to find out who has it. So I'm ready to act when I have the information. You but... need you need to act immediately on this once you get the information because you got what's the window paul i mean paul would know this better than anyone paul what's the window like half an hour tops jeff gets good info so wait for the jeff info <laughs> i'm just seeing the morency prism card now <laughs> yes uh, i i am not seeing this line on DraftKings sportsbook right now but maybe there are other places that potentially have this number maybe there's multiple other places and like jeff said you might want to have the deposit in now before the information yeah. gets released so you can act once you have the information because honestly yeah, the sites that are going to have the line i plan on having money in there so i can act quickly but yeah in some respects it feels like the jig is up but i've also felt that every year and in the end it, it's not even still... close it's a winner every year i won but it, so much money end, on they this still post it in the end they still post it and i guess they take it sort of like the coin flip there's just enough potential gen pop action or at the end of the day they just look at the super bowl ledger and they just win so much money that you know, they don't even care about a bet they got got the on. The buffet that they're having at the Super Bowl looks so good for breakfast. It looked like the wow. most run-of-the-mill. I mean, it looked good, but it looked like the most run-of-the-mill diner hash browns and bacon you could have. Continental breakfast? No, Continental's all cold stuff, Jeffrey. This is bacon, hash browns, eggs, pancakes, coffee. Man, that looks good. You know you can get that, like, five minutes delivered to your house, right? Yeah, I know, but it, this is all free. Didn't re- you're Tim too rich, not Tim too poor? What's it matter what it costs? You just went on about how you don't care what stuff costs at the grocery store. I, I, I know, I still like free buffets, whatever. Anyway, folks, I, I certainly want to just put a period on this season by saying, for me, thank you for listening to our nonsense for 24 weeks because without you guys, we wouldn't be able to do that. And the people who've reached out in the past on Twitter or online and said kind words or not kind words, I I like you all the same. And so thank you for putting up with our silliness and our craziness. And uh, whether you vote for Jeff or me or don't vote at all, thank you and enjoy the Super Bowl. I mean that, folks. That's really weird. You would like people who insult you and people who are kind to you the same. Well, just look, look, I don't discriminate. I I think it's funny if, 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 if this show gets you going to the point that you need to interact with us on Twitter. Thank you. I agree. Even if you don't like me, I like you. Uh, and, and thank you for everybody for their time and attention. Cause it, it means a lot to me. This is a lot of fun for us and uh, you guys make it possible. And I, I mean that sincerely. Well, now I feel much worse about yelling at you earlier in the show. That'll 
subsided. I already forgot you. I already forgot you yelled at me. Yeah, well, I mean so. that's that's part of the dynamic. <laughs> oh. oh wait, can I just mention a prop? Oh, we we still have one more I want to talk about, but yes, go oh, ahead. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, even I'm surprised, and I guess it's something I I, sh- I don't look at. I guess for for primetime games, and I just assume maybe being a Charger fan and happens everywhere now, but the odds on on will a two point conversion be attempted and the even bonus juice back on will it be a successful two point conversion are a lot higher than I assume they would be when it feels like isn't that just commonplace now at some point in the game? I would think with these two teams, yes, in particular, uh, younger coaches who. Yeah, I, I think that's probably a reasonable bet. I don't know if I'd bet the successful one because, like, I don't need to deal with that nonsense. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I I'm more into the, the conservative. I would just take the attempt. Yeah, no. I, I agree. And you even see, you see, um, you know, a penalty on the kick, and they take the five yards, and they go and attempt the onside. Well, that's what the Titans. Uh, yeah, the Titans tried. No, to do- that seems to be an auto thing now in football. Like, if you get that half yardage, it makes the green go like analytics guy like go 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 like this is a go zone now um the moment you get that half the distance positive i'm trying to find the lines and now they seem to be gone that's not good <laughs> i'll look too it was it's been everywhere and it, it just pays more i think it was like plus money for even the attempt really well now I'm trying to find. I was trying to find the halftime show. Are you excited for the halftime show, Jeff? Because as it came out, Cuss didn't know who any of these people were. Not that I didn't know who they were. Maven just, of pop culture. I didn't say I didn't know who they were. I know the names of many of them. I just don't know their music. Same guy that said that Macklemore was a top five rapper of all time. Yeah, he's he's busy there at Pebble Beach being interviewed in prime time, but he's not a bigger celebrity or anything. Oh yeah, I mean that that's that's really the pinnacle of hip hop culture being interviewed on a CBS broadcast during a golf event. I thought it was really cool. No, I mean I don't know Lamar. Kendall. Is there even a single B list celebrity at Pebble Beach? No, Bill Murray. Bill yeah, Murray's a celebrity. I don't no, think that Bill, Bill Murray is an A list. I don't think he's an A list celebrity at this point of his life. I think he still is. You also think that Macklemore is a top five rapper ever. Well, I mean, I, I have said that. And yeah. then I was told that no one even knows who he is. And so, I mean, who, con- who considering in this halftime show, you have Eminem, Dr. Dre, and Snoop Dogg. Uh, that's going to be tough. Tough scene for old Macklemore. Look, I know a lot of people are excited for it. I, I'm not, but I know a lot of people are. Did you also say Lamar Kendricks? Is that what you just said? I can never, re- I can never remember if it's Lamar Kendricks or Kendricks Lamar. I'm sorry. I can never remember. I don't know his music. I'm sorry. I don't know it. Feel. I mean, you say you are the maven of pop culture, right? Well, this stuff was all popular back in like 2002, 2003, right? Isn't that the demographic? Oh, absolutely. For, but wouldn't shouldn't you know that if you're the maven well, of pop culture? In 2022, these are not the songs that one hears on the radio. So Yeah, but you constantly bring up things to us from like 1968 as like a, you know, everyone knows this, but you don't know the well, most that, popular music that, from the late 90s and early aughts feels like things were more famous back then you and weren't even alive famous. back then it was like 30 that's years that's how famous born. it was i mean was that's it, how famous. is it that how famous it was or is that just what you watched when you were like five years old that, that's how famous george burns was that he could have been alive back then and i still knew who he was it just sounds like you again 
We actually, this is, we had a pretty in-depth breakdown of most cussed impression, Jeff, on this. Why can't I find this? Didn't, didn't our friend send us the odds on what the, the first song would be? I swear I was looking at this earlier. Yeah, I, I have no. Oh, there it is. No one. Ah, here it is, Jeff. You ready for this? Yep. The favorite right now to be the halftime show is California Love is plus 220. The next episode is plus 275. Family Affair is plus 450. But I guess it really depends if someone has insight to how this is going to go. You have to think that still DRE and you hear like the is the first like music that you hear, right? Like they're not coming out right away and doing California Love. That can't be the case. Honestly, I've never heard any of these songs. That's impossible. Never heard of them. Never heard. It's impossible. You are how old are you? Thirty three. Thirty four. I mean, if I've heard them, then I have no recollection. I don't know what they're called, and I didn't know that I knew them. Put it that way. Like if they were played in a much music video dance, I maybe I heard them, but I have no memory of them. Does that seem far fetched, Jeff? Um, yeah, it's almost hard to believe. In some Jeff is respects. busy on his phone looking up odds. Yeah, I can't find the two point conversion odds. It should be everywhere. The sites don't make it the easiest to search anymore either. I'll, I'll look for them here. Two point conversion. And I got team to score point conversion. Successful two point conversion. I don't know where it went now. It's gone. Well, this has devolved into nothing. We should probably get out of here. <laughs> but, <laughs> okay. Jeff, do you have any take on the song, the first song, or no? Uh, no, I got no clue. I don't do halftime. I'm outside getting air. This is the first halftime, I think, in my lifetime I'm excited for. I still, even though it resonates to me, I still don't care, to be honest. Really? Okay. Yeah. I'm hearing big things. I mean, I'm now old enough to be in the demographic where the Super Bowl would want to put in performers that I would care about into the game. So that's nice. So I got like 20 Isn't that in some way depressing? No, I'm okay with it. I got 20 years of this before I don't know who anyone is anymore. I know. And what's next? Soon the commercials they show during golf are directly related to you, like some pill to help you piss. That'd be great. Could I piss less? Piss. I, I piss too long. Can I have a pill that speeds up my piss? Like instead of like three minutes in the morning, it's like a minute. I can deal with that. The worst part about getting old, long pisses in the morning. The worst. All right, then. But do you not This piss? makes you uncomfortable? Yes, it does. How I does, don't want to talk. About. How does that make you uncomfortable? Because you know, a, I that's such a prude. Subjects I don't like to discuss. There's, there's nothing even prudish about that. Everyone wakes up in the morning and goes and takes a piss. Yes, I just don't like to discuss bathroom stuff. Okay, is, is it Let's just because just... you like getting pissed on so much? That's absolutely <laughs> terrible. And you don't want that to come out. That's terrible. Just terrible. Why is that terrible? Just... What if people... like Trump? Right? Yeah, oh, yeah. look, look. I don't. I, I don't. I don't judge people. It, it sounds, it sounds, you just called it terrible. It sounds like you're judging. Because I, I don't want to discuss it. It makes me feel uncomfortable, but I'm not saying everybody else needs to feel the way I do. It just, I feel this way. Well, when was Let's the last time? talk about bathroom humor. When was the last time you got a golden shower? Never. Well, Absolutely. Then how, then how do you know if you like it or not? I just, it's like that line from Pulp Fiction where he said like rap might taste like pumpkin pie, but I'm never going to know. Uh, maybe you should try it. Maybe that's something to put on your to-do list for 2020. Absolutely. 
Just, all, right, all right, let's wrap this up, please. Let's wrap this up. Just get a fucking full stream right in your oh, eyes. That, that, oh, that's good. Good gracious. Let's wrap this up. Okay. Maybe a little bit goes up your nose. Maybe some in your ah, mouth. Ah, ah! No, good Lord. No. Okay, you can wear goggles. It's okay. All right. All right, folks. Enjoy the Super Bowl. And look, unlike your showers, at least it would just be warm right away instead of being cold, then warm. So that's yeah. a positive. God forbid, you know, you, you, you're you not opposed to wasting water, I know. You take three showers a day. Not every day, not in the winter. It's usually just two in the winter. And you were the ones wasting water for letting it heat up for two seconds. It takes like 10 seconds, but anyway. So, the, so you think that, so is your second shower 10 seconds long? How long is your average shower? It depends. Is it because you're getting pissed on? Oh, good God. Okay, goodbye, people. I can't. Hey, John, got me rattled. All right, well, that was Tim Andergust. Tim Andergust. Not my name. King of the Golden Shower. Oh, please, no. Bring it on. (sighs) Oh, goodness gracious. Tim, next year you'll be in Glendale with Gabe and Cam waiting for the Jets, right? Well, no, because the Chargers are going to be there. Apparently, you're allowed to make claims like that on Twitter, and it's not funny. And I was like, oh, gee. but I make a claim like that and everybody laughs and well, has a field day. Well, Jeff says it. Well, one team is 25 to one to win the Super Bowl. The other team is 200 to one to win the Super Bowl. Well, the team that was 200 to one to win the Super Bowl is currently in the Super Bowl. So, right? would you, so wouldn't you say that would make it more unlikely that another 200 to one team would do that? That's the gambler's fallacy. No, I mean, just based on pure probability. I don't, one season has no effect on the next. So yeah, but, but now you're saying that it could happen because it just happened. It could happen. I'm just saying Jeff's out there proclaiming that a quarterback who's so good he hasn't got to the playoffs yet is going to the Super Bowl. I didn't that, say that. I didn't say that at all. Super Bowl. You said they're going to the Super Bowl. I said I'm dreaming. And, like, that's a dream and that's scenario. Fine. When I say I dream about these things, you're on it like a hawk. So I just no, you to... say they're going 12 and four, like before it happens. Uh, I think what you're doing, what I'm doing are just a difference of degree. Oh, here we go. I got a promo for everyone out there right now. Breaking news on the show. You guys ready for this? Sure. Use code MMNNFL at prizepicks.com and enter $5 or more on Super Bowl, and Prize Picks will hook you up with 100 bucks if Burrow throws for more than one yard in the game. New users only. So if you go to prizepicks.com, deposit with code MMNNFL, you make at least a $5 entry uh, if Burrow throws for more than a yard you're gonna win a hundred bucks so uh i would go do that that sounds like a pretty good promo even you could figure that out Tim. you could get someone to do that for you exactly it's a good promo jeff you're gonna i mean you're already you're not a new user because we played in the props pool but it's pretty no, good but promo. i'll take advantage i love they're gonna hand out free squares during the super bowl oh, so yeah. sign me up yeah that's why you got to get on there uh, i mean so code mmnnfl uh, at prizepicks.com go check that out all right jeff Two weeks. I mean, you're going to be on the show every Monday. Oh, what I wanted to say is uh, for Phoenix next year, is that where the Super Bowl is? Yeah, yeah it's, in, it's in Glendale next year. Yeah. All right. So I think that DraftKings is open. They have a bar on the 16th hole at TPC Scottsdale. I think they're opening a retail sports book at TPC Scottsdale as well. And there's going to be a studio in there. I have made the pitch for us to go that week and do all the shows that week from the golf course, which would then coincide with the Super Bowl. Seems like it's a perfect combination. 
I was supposed to. Never mind. You're supposed to. Glendale owes me owes me an appearance. Okay. Could have been Rivers versus Eli. Instead, Brady had to lose his perfect season. Because 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 Rodney Harrison, nicknamed the Hitman, can't separate a ball from a guy's helmet. You're not allowed to be called the hitman anymore once you gave up that catch. I hope he knows that. Someday you'll get over it. Gave Eli a Super Bowl. It cost Junior a Super Bowl. It's a really, really upsetting night. Okay, that will do it. On the Pat Mayo Experience. Jeff Feinberg at G Feinberg 17. Catch him every Monday on the Pat Mayo Experience. We will get together in two weeks' time to do, like I said, a review of the win totals, our predictions, whatever the latest news is, just to keep the show going a little bit. Then we're probably going to take a month off uh, until the schedule release comes out. So thanks, as Tim said, thanks for being with us all year. Uh, this was by far our most popular show. Uh, we got around like between the video and the audio. I think we ended up averaging something like 145,000 people per show, which is a completely insane number. The highest it's ever been uh, for the Pat Mayo experience. And this is year 10 of the Pat Mayo experience. So I'm glad to see people are telling friends. People are going through it. We do really appreciate it. I mean, it sounds like we all hate each other, but in fact, we do not all hate each other as it turns out. So thank you for tuning in with us. Smash the like, rate, and review on the way out. Prizepicks.com, code MMNNFL to take advantage of that Joe Burrow over under one yard passing prop. Do it. Thanks for watching. I'll see you next time. Tempted. Look, if you think Sam Burns is going to win, just stick with your bet. I don't understand this whole, oh, well, I can't be any part of this nonsense. Like, if you think he's going to win, bet him. Well, I, I had bet him, but then I, I unbet him. You should have kept the bet. Why? That because I can't friggin' control anything. Well, I disagree. Well, that's just foolish superstition. Foolish. No, we'll see on Sunday, I suppose. Well, no, we won't see on Sunday because it won't matter whether he wins or loses. If he wins, you'll say, well, you know, you get one right every thousand times. So I guess that doesn't prove anything. And if I get it wrong, it's like, well, I knew all along there was an occur. So there's no win here. Well, you haven't picked a winner in our one and done in three years. Well, yeah, I picked a decky at the player, but you don't count that. Well, he didn't win. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, he did. I picked Adam Long the year that he won. No, you didn't. No, no, you didn't. What are you talking about? That's how I remember it. You didn't know. No. You didn't know who he Adam was Long until the... the start of a playoff. <laughs> You sound fiery today. I am fiery. You picked long at the start of a playoff. <laughs> I think it was like on the back nine, not even the start of the playoff. No, that's not how it no. happened. No, maybe he was on 18 is when you picked him. Anyway, my point is, and it stands, that, well, I picked Rory to win the players too. I, I, that was, that was is, three years ago. Not quite. That the was your last is, win. And it still stands that if you think Burns is going to win, you should just bet him. I can't control anything. That's such foolishness. Oh, I don't want to be any part of that. Well, yeah, you should be part of that because you think it's a good bet. Well, didn't somebody do a poll like the worst like uh, golf mushes? And it was you and Sobel and. 
Well, I don't know. Maybe they did, but you know what? Like, I don't get any credit for being a big game hunter and nailing all kinds of stuff. But like, well, you know, hold, hold on, hold on, you, hold, hold on, hold on. You picked Rory to win the players three years ago. What else did you get right? I've had multiple second places picks in in, in majors, multiple. But you just said you don't get any credit for picking winners. I don't get any credit in general. Just cri just criticism. No credit for ever being right. It's criticism for being well, wrong. You, but you weren't right. Hold <laughs> on. What happened in the lead up to you signing in here? Nothing. I'm just in one of those moods, I guess. Went to the grocery store today and lunch, and they had no DC left. That slot was just empty. So you're just triggered? So I had to buy a case of Coke Zero, which is fine. It's not what I wanted. I assume the Super Bowl party is BYODC. <laughs> yes, it is BYODC. That is correct. Okay. okay. The food will so be I can there. Find any? Yeah, I mean, maybe it's sold out. Maybe they stopped making it. I think. Well, they had the bottles of it. Like, I'm like, I'm not there yet, but I'm getting. There. I'm surprised you weren't driving around town looking for the no, guy who fills the shelves. I'm on like, lunch break. I'm a working man. You were hasn't stopped you before from hitting up numerous vacation uh, um, locations for no reason. Yeah, when I'm off, and again, it's not for no reason. I have a reason for everything I'm doing, Jeff. Yeah, Jeff. <laughs> Can right. you just get DC at your favorite store, Seven Eleven, on your way home? You mean no? I can't. It's not near me now. There isn't Irving near you. There is, but I wasn't stopping at the Irving, and I have to make two stops, and I don't like making multiple stops on a trip if I can avoid it. You're like my, you're literally like my mother-in-law. Like, <laughs> she, well, just, no, won't, yeah, uh, never mind. This should be fun. Experience!